1: This is your IGN review of Avatar Frontiers of Pandora review by Tristan Ogilvie. Short of somehow growing a Navi neural braid and jamming it directly into the base of James Cameron's skull, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is pretty much your best option for taking a virtual tour of the stunning alien moon of Pandora. This open-world shooter serves up a mind-bogglingly large slice of the fantastic fictional universe to explore, from staggeringly dense forest areas to picturesque open plains and properly intimidating mountain ranges both on land and suspended impossibly in the skies above. However... Hidden amongst all that beauty is a disappointing amount of bloat with copy-pasted enemy outposts and facilities that made venturing off the main story path far less rewarding than it has been in recent landmark adventures such as Elden Ring or the last two Legends of Zeldas. I still largely enjoyed the 25 hours I spent trying to fend off a resource-hungry human invasion, but I wish the environment itself had presented me with more compelling reasons to fight for it beyond its surface-level splendor. Frontiers of Pandora provides some genuinely breathtaking environments to explore, and thanks to the hyper agility of your Navi character, it's a real joy to experience at speed. A responsive set of controls allow you to sprint, slide, and soar through the air with charged up lunges, and there are plenty of environmental aids on hand to enhance your mobility. Namely, large leaves launch you across long distances, and dangling vines can zip you up to the forest canopy in an instant. It's exhilarating to whip along the tops of long, twisting branches and through hollowed-out logs, huffing the spores of special plants that temporarily boost your momentum and transform you into a blue blur that would almost make Sonic the Hedgehog turn an envious shade of green. Frontiers of Pandora's World certainly feels alive as well, with flowers that shyly withdraw into their stems as you pass by and pods that spit their seeds when you approach as though you just surprised them with a particularly hilarious joke. Because this vibrant ecosystem is so full of life, there's naturally a great deal that can be harvested and killed in order to gather the resources required to prepare stat-boosting meals and craft mods for your navi weapons and clothing. I didn't get too deep into the hunting side of Frontiers of Pandora, though, and mainly stuck to killing animals in self-defense, like the snarling packs of viper wolves that regularly disrupted my morning jungle jogs. But one look at the hunter's guide in the pause menu reveals a lengthy list of potential prey to track down. And although it's not really my style to slaughter space cows, I do at least appreciate the thoughtfulness applied to the design of Frontiers of Pandora's ecosystem. Like how if you can kill an animal cleanly with one arrow, you can claim the best version of its meat for cooking. But on the other hand, if you use a machine gun, it will end up being completely spoiled. Similarly, Certain fruits yield the most beneficial results for cooking if they're picked at specific times, such as during the day or when it's raining. Frontiers of Pandora's final fistful of missions do raise the stakes and up the enemy numbers substantially, though, and it made for some terrifically tough and tense encounters that left me with elbow-shaped grooves in the top of my knees from leaning closer and closer to my television. Yet, while I appreciated these more fierce and close-quartered forms of firefights against far more heavily armored and agile mechs, there were certain times where I couldn't be quite sure if I was being challenged or simply cheated. In some instances, it felt like enemies were infinitely respawning. In others, it appeared they had a supernatural sense of my location at all times. And most frustratingly, there were a number of occasions where I was clearly being shot through cover. There are plenty of side quests to find and complete, But beyond the practical rewards for doing so in the form of extra resources and skill points, there's just not the same sense of awe or discovery to be found compared to the more consistently delightful detours experienced in Elden Ring or The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. The standard of open-world excellence has been raised in recent years, and Frontiers of Pandora can't quite measure up despite how wonderful it all appears at first glance. To be fair, it's a gigantic map, and I haven't covered all of it, But the law of averages suggests that if there was some truly awesome stuff to find out there, I would have found at least some of it by now. Avatar's Frontiers of Pandora features a stunning alien world to explore, with a refreshingly uncluttered approach to navigation, countless enemy bases to destroy, and Navi clan side quests to complete, and no shortage of exotic flora and fauna to harvest and hunt. However, its combat is pretty one-dimensional. Its mission design is a bit on the repetitive side, and its environment is generally lacking in any major surprises beyond visual splendor, meaning that Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is a solid shooting adventure that's more inside the box than truly out of this world. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora's IGN score? 7. Thanks for listening to IGN. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest Avatar updates, visit us at IGN.com. oken layer